0: Welcome to Keeper Chat. My name is Flora. And my name is Fauna. And this is a weekly podcast where we chat about animals. We're real-life zookeepers, and each week we'll be discussing a new animal and learning more about them. As always, nothing we say reflects our organizations, and all thoughts and opinions are our own. So with that, let's get grimy. Yay. <laughs> oh, I didn't, uh, do you have anything? Did you do anything this week? How's your week? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me everything about yourself. Uh, I can't. Okay. Good talk. Good good fucking talk. <laughs> I'm sorry. We can do that again. <laughs> just like. <laughs> okay. Flora. Yeah. How was your week? It's been okay. That's good. I'm trying to think if I did anything or if anything weird happened. I guess just like the usual, like you know how like sometimes you're just like wearing your all khaki- And you're in the exhibit, Mm -hmm. and, like, I don't know, maybe your hair is, like, in braided pigtails, and still Mm -hmm. just, like, 17 children are like, look at the man in the exhibit! And I'm just like, (laughs) I'm not a fucking man. (laughs) I don't think my body is shaped like a man's body. I have fucking braided pigtails, (laughs) and, like, boobs. So, what part of man, like, where are they getting that? I don't know, maybe it's the khaki. I guess. Little sexist assholes. <laughs> it's it's an inherent man color. It makes me, like, at the end of the day, I'm like, damn, am I, am I a man? Like, what does everybody am call Am I? It? Do they know something I don't? <laughs> Why does everybody call me a dang old man? <laughs> <laughs> and this is how you find out. <laughs> through <laughs> years of, like, odd cat calling. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my small children. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, so that's been, uh, that's been mine. The same shit, different day. Yeah, I was going to say, I guess it's like part of the package, huh? Right. Well, how's your week? <laughs> Is that any better than mine? <laughs> I mean, I don't know, it's pretty standard. Kind of same old, same old. I did absolutely, like, devour a tuna melt before I started recording here. Ooh. Because I got home from work and I was home late and, uh, you know, show must go on. I was like, I'm going to eat this to melt and i did thank you for not doing like me and like recording like starting to call me on skype and then eating it in my ear like i do to you when i get my ta- yeah that was <laughs> bad tacos <laughs> no i just hovered over the sink with it and like snarfed it like some sort of animal and then ran over here beautiful that's yeah so great all for you thank you you're I welcome appreciate that you're making me hey, no problem oh <laughs> oh no um, well today has been my day off, so I haven't really done anything. Okay. Except for look up this animal. Um we did hint at it last week that it was I think I said it was like found in every ocean and starts with an eye. I. Mm-hmm. I feel like yes. this clues are very telling. I mean it's like, how do you not get it? Everybody knows uh i get it <laughs> so if you are you being just, serious i don't know what it is i well you could just fucking google it that's what i'm saying like animals in oceans start with i like i feel like that narrowed yeah but that that kind of like takes the fun out of it right yeah but everybody cheats i mean who you know but yes the fun is gone <laughs> the fun is gone you have your answer but the fun is gone you zapped the fun
1: okay <laughs> well, I so i not want to do that
0: Yeah, no, you're solid, but I'm sure other people did. That's fine. They suck. Uh, I literally haven't recording this before I've asked anybody to guess, so (laughs) I guess they can edit in later if they guess it right. So the animal of the week is. Do you have any guesses at all? Sorry, I burped. Oh my god! No, that's okay. I thought that was just it's like dramatic pausing. I was burping. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Cool. Mm. you said it's an ocean animal yeah and it starts with an i honestly i can't even think of a single word that starts with an i much less (laughs) name of an animal lives in an ocean yep it's kind of hard okay so this is the ira kanji how would i possibly guess that (laughs) i don't know (laughs) oh my god what is that (laughs) well Fauna, let me fucking tell you. Oh my god! <laughs> I can't believe you're just playing this off like, oh, it's so obvious. No, it's not. That's just like a weird string of it's just letters. I don't, I don't know what it is. It does have quite a few letters. Yes, It's just a bunch of consonants in a row. <laughs> so this is an animal. Oh, okay, its phylum is Nidaria, so this is a Nidarian. Oh. And its class is Cubozoa, which you may or may not be familiar with, are also referred to as the box jellyfish. (gasps) Oh my god! So yeah, no, are all the jellies. Um, but there's different species of jellyfish. So we're going to dig into the box jellyfish, which is the Cubozoa. This is a venomous species of box jellyfish. It is the Irukandji is not the most um, venomous but it is like arguably the most painful sting of any Ooh. jellyfish. So jellyfish are found in every single ocean as are I believe the irikanchi they're kind of just wherever like coral reefs are. Um a group oh. of them is called a bloom or a swarm. So I jellyfish love it. bloom. Yeah, it's kind of nice. A uh, bloom? It makes it's it sound beautiful. really Yeah, it makes it sound really pretty. And then I mean they are get- pretty really an so underwater these, bouquet. Yeah, of just like stingy little angry bits of little snot. little Yeah, little death loogies. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I love it. So these guys are found near the coast, but and they are typically attracted to like warmer water, but they have been seen offshore. So you're kind of not safe on the shore <laughs> or in the water. They're just kind of everywhere. And Am then Am I um, safe in my home? Uh I don't know, are you? That's something you need to ask yourself. I can't answer that for you. Oh, God. (laughs) Is that threatening enough? I don't know. It it was too threatening, I think. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, it's so sorry. (laughs) So these guys, uh, their range has, like, kind of changed due to climate change. So I think they're, like, Mm -hmm. gradually moving more south as, like, waters warm up. So they really are just kind of spreading out. But I think the most interesting thing about jellyfish, especially the Irukandji, is just, like, their biology... What? I just their said they bi- Their biology and like their life cycles and stuff. So I figured we'd talk about that. First off, yes. the craziest thing about this irikanji is it's small as shit. It is about five millimeters to like 25 millimeters wide. So that's from like 0.2 to like 0.9 inches. Someone, people are saying it's like about the size of a sugar cube, basically. Damn. Beach so, bod goals. Yeah. So that's his bell, which is like that stereotypical jelly shape that you're familiar yeah. with. So that's his sugar cube square. He also is a box shape as all the box jellyfish are. So he's like a little square. And then he has oh. four really long tentacles that come down from each of the corners of his square. Um, these oh, can yes. be anywhere from like a few centimeters long to about three and a 3.3 uh, 3 feet in length. So the tentacle is like really just the majority of him. Oh, I love it. Yes, so he's also transparent, (laughs) so he's, like, really, really hard to see because he's basically invisible. Like, transparent in form or transparent in personality? Both. He's up front with you, and also you can't (laughs) find him. (laughs) Yikes. That's a (laughs) a bad combo. (laughs) Yes. Um, So, locomotion-wise, he's using his bell to pulsate, and this just gives him propulsion and, like, his locomotion. So, his tentacles aren't really used for locomotion at all. That's more for hunting, which I'll kind of get into later. Um, The box jellyfish is unique to jellyfish, as they actually have eyes. Oh, what?! Yes, most jellyfish don't have eyeballs at all. They have what's called a simple eye, which is, like, basically if you close your eyes, like, you know how you can, you can still tell if, like, shit is light or dark? That's what most jellyfish have. But box jellyfish have true eyes as well. So they have, like, a retina, a cornea, and a lens. And it can sense, like, specific points of light. It still is not, like, our eyeball or anything like that. But it's just Mm -hmm. a little bit better vision than most jellyfish have so he has four of those true eyes but then he has 20 simple eyes so he has 24 eyes (laughs) oh what um excuse me (laughs) so just he's like a sugar cube that's like always watching (laughs) okay (laughs) just as you paint this picture with more and more detail like every brush stroke (laughs) is just like opening my eyes and awakening my soul honestly it sounds exactly like a drawing that Six-year-old Fauna would have done. <laughs> just this, like, nightmare creature with 24 eyes and, like, yes. is a sugar cube and has dreadlocks. Yes, that's exactly him. He's he's something, man. Oh, he's stunning. I am. I am very excited about him. Most jellyfish just kind of dick around in the water and just, like, end mm-hmm. up where they end up. But box jellyfish are the only jellyfish that actively fish for their prey oh so he has like goals and ambitions basically that most jellies just don't have oh well that's nice like aspirations yeah so I think that's why he has all those eyeballs he can because he earned them right he can go up to 4.6 miles an hour (laughs) nuh that's my speed which is like a little zoomy boy don't you think yeah I I was kind of surprised by that zooping here and there also, just a side note, he has 96% water. For a second, I thought you were going to say he's 96 pounds, and I <laughs> nearly screamed out loud. <laughs> <laughs> he is the heaviest sugar cube in existence. No, he's <laughs> 96% water. So yeah, just oh. picture this see-through sugar cube with, like, two foot long, four <laughs> tentacles. So, dr- like, so going my- at, I- coming at you at four miles an hour. That's my ideal life, mate. Like, honestly, this is just goals. <laughs> but I also think that, like, he's, you won't see him coming, I guess. So when I say picture him, don't, because you're not going to see him because he's fucking transparent. Right. Picture him if you can, but you can't, so don't even try. So just don't even try. So when right. he's hunting, he'll, like, try to find little fishies and things, and he will relax his tentacles. So I guess he can, He has, like, the ability to, like, scrunch him up. He'll relax them, and then instead of them being, like, a string, it almost looks like a string of pearls, because, like, every, like, nematocyst, which is his, like, little stinging guys, mm-hmm. um, kind of looks like a little ball, like a little pearl. So he'll just, like, totally oh. relax that tentacle, and he'll just, like, move it around, and like, a f- and then he'll, like, jerk it through the water kind of fast, and he's literally fishing, just like <gasps> a fucking fisherman. <laughs> but with, like, fine jewels, and, like... Yes. But with his like a a fancy (laughs) fisherman and his like actual arms, (laughs) like Like, why use a rod when you can use four of your arms when you can use your like super slender long arm? Yes, so he is like (sighs) fishing and he's jerking it through the water and then when it a fish attacks it, he'll. Zoop it, and he's stinging it like a million times with his millions of nematocysts, and then he can contract that tentacle, and he will then push that fish or that organism into his mouth, which I'll get into later. He has one mouth, and (laughs) (laughs) relatable. This is like the most relatable animal we've discussed yet. (laughs) Hold on, the reason I bring out how many mouths he has is because I want to talk about how many butts he's got. So (laughs) (laughs) he's got his one mouth and then he'll move that food into his, into his bell. So that's why if you've ever seen like a picture of a jellyfish and there's like a fish inside of it, that's because he's pre-digesting that fish in his basically head, in his face. Then after it's pre-digested, he moves it into his tentacles and that's where the full like digestion goes out. And then he shits out his tentacles. So he actually has four buttholes. Oh, relatable. I'm telling you. Yeah. So, like, God. sure, you've got one mouth, and, like, that's all cool. But, like, what if you had four butts? The possibilities are endless. They're endless. Well, they stop at four. But, according to us, they're endless. If you get creative... That's true. I'm going to I'm going to say it. <laughs> I'm going to say it. The possibilities are endless. There you go. Anyone 16%. who disagrees can fight me. Fight us.
1: Fight so, us and this
0: jellyfish. Let's get into his kind of life cycle. So more just about mm-hmm. where his holes are. So they just have <laughs> that yes, one. more about his holes. Okay. <laughs> he just has that one under his bell. That mouth is also kind of just like sperm town. So the male jellyfish, the male box jelly, kanji releases his sperm out of that hole. So his same mm-hmm. hole that he's eating, he just, like, will just ejaculate out of. And then females have different brood pouches. I couldn't find exactly where the box jellies have them, but they have in either in two places. Either they'll have a brood pouch on their arms, so on their tentacle, and all she has to do is swim through the sperm to fertilize, or mm-hmm. she keeps it in her mouth. So after the male ejaculates out of his mouth, she'll swim through and kind of put it in her mouth, and then it goes into her stomach and fertilizes the eggs. Then she spits all that out and, like, attaches it to her arms. Man, those mouths are kind of like a one-stop shop, aren't they? Yeah, it kind of just does everything there. Kind of really does anything you need. <laughs> yes. It's a really multi-purpose hole, which I think is good for them. Um uh, But maybe less good for us to just kind of hear about all the time. Yeah, I was just going to say, but maybe like a little bit weird for us to talk about and hear (laughs) about a little bit. Yes. Maybe. Just maybe. Just like a a little. little Just a little bit. So um, if you ever took any schooling at all, you probably studied. Okay. Well, this was Just kidding. I couldn't have this career unless I went to school. That's true. I'm, well, that's right. People who s- look at me while I'm cleaning a habitat and say, "Oh, like she must be punished. Look, look, if you're bad, Charlie, you have to clean the bird poop." No, no, that's not the case, Charlie. Don't listen to your evil mother. Yeah, they say, "Hey, look at that man in there. He must uh, not gone to school." <laughs> and I turn around and look I say, at "That man with funny. breasts and pigtails." <laughs> <laughs> I'm a female and I have be. a bachelor's degree, and I hate you. That's a hell of a statement. I'm a female and I have a bachelor's degree and I hate you. (laughs) Talk about female empowerment. I am about it. (laughs) That's my own personal tagline now that I say all the time. I love it. I also want it just on your tombstone. (laughs) For sure. But I think I also have the, shoot, what was the quote from last episode? I, I said I wanted it on my tombstone. Oh, it's gonna be uh a Mongolian big, tombstone. is nothing without horses. <laughs> oh yeah, Mongolia <laughs> so I don't know is not a... Mongolia without horses. You guys are going to have to buy me like a really big tombstone cuz this is going to have a lot of text. Well, I think I think the two sentences like seamlessly flow into each other. Right, right, right. So, okay, okay. anyways, sorry about that little tangent. No, it was good. It was good. So yeah, you probably just like know maybe in the back of your brain just a little bit about the jellyfish life cycle because it is pretty unique in the fact that they have different stages that yes. are totally different. So it's kind of like yes. when you're thinking of like a tadpole coming into a frog. Jellyfish kind of do the same like metamorphosis into these weird bits that yes, aren't I'm obsessed with the jellyfish life cycle. Jelly. It's so weird and interesting. It is. So first, we're having a little embryo develop, and this little guy is called a planula, and he Mm -hmm. basically is the larval stage that is emerging from her brood pouch. So this is what's either going to pop out of her mouth or her tentacle pouch. Um, And this is basically just a little M&M, like a little peanut M&M -hmm. with like cilia, little hairs all over its body, and that's what it uses to kind of move and propel itself. So he's pretty much like... He looks like a fucking amoeba. Like he's nothing. Yeah, yeah. When I was studying this in college, the way that I remembered planula is like the first little little itty bitty stage. Is I would refer to him as like the plan your life out. So he's like the first one. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! How have you gotten this far in life? I just don't even know. I don't know. No one stopped me. They should have long ago. <laughs> Someone arrest this woman. <laughs> so people just kept opening doors i don't know what happened so this little planula boy he just floats around <laughs> yeah. and he just does it for a couple of days he actually goes like i think he goes all the way to the top of the water and like floats on the top like near the sun and then he so like slowly settles back down towards the bottom of the mm. ocean and like nothing mm-hmm. eats him because it, he's just like nothing like nobody bothers him mm-hmm. he just does whatever he wants so this when he flies finally under the radar, yeah. Yes, no one cares about the peanut MM with hair. So he finally settles back down and he'll go all the way back down to the bottom. And then he'll find a really nice solid place, um, like a hard surface or just like the bottom of the ocean, a substrate. And then he will transform into a polyp. And that is the next stage. Yes. And polyp is basically like a little cylindrical stalk. And then it has like bits of hairy things coming off of it. So he kind of looks like maybe like a sparkler. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Or like a fork with hair. I don't know. So he is just like, yeah, that little man. And his mouth is on top. So he's grown into the bottom and his mouth is on the top bit because now he wants to start eating. So what he'll actually do though is like just make more of himself because why not? So the more polyps will just grow and bud off of his solid trunk that he has. And this makes just, like, a hybrid colony of these polyps. Which, there's a name for it, which was called a mm, strobilating scyphistomata. Oh! That sounds cool as hell. I know, that's why I wanted to try to say it. Um, So this is this hybrid (laughs) colony of polyps. And all, even though there's, like, a couple of mouths now, they're all linked by feeding tubes. So even just because one guy, like, the left like sparkler is eating the right sparkler is like benefiting too because it's all just the same being Mm. at this point still Mm -hmm. this polyp one being 20 mouths (laughs) yes attached to the ground (laughs) living its best life (laughs) and just like it's just weird to me that like one day that's going to be a jellyfish so let's get to that i know i agree yeah let's get there so he'll grow large enough. It, it might take several years, I think. This stage can sometimes be really long. And this is where it gets, like, super weird. So the stalk is just, like, gonna start developing grooves in it. Like, horizontal grooves. And then it starts resembling, it's, like, they said, like, a stack of saucers. So it's just gonna be, like, oh. a bunch of plates, like, stacked on a, top of itself. Cool. And then the top bit. Like, the, apparently that, like, where the mouth was is going to mature the fastest. And this is just, like, it's ready to rock and roll. It has no time to wait for the rest of the jelly. And so it yeah. just, like, pops off. And, oh, like, see ya. makes a tiny baby jellyfish. Bye. In addition to the polyp. So this is called the, I think, Ephyra. And this is just a second jellyfish that is, like, created from this life stage. So That's jellyfish so cool. have sexual because, right, they fertilized the sperm and they did this, but they also have asexual reproduction because one of their babies is just like, I want to make another one of me. And they just like pops a baby off. God, they're unstoppable. I know. So for every baby, you have two baby. That's unreal. Imagine if we did that. You, like, gave birth to a baby, and then all of a sudden this, like, hand fell off and was like, I'm gonna go do my own thing. <laughs> nee. I, I'm a baby, too! <laughs> you thought you had one baby, but you had two babies. I know, I'd be like, please don't. <laughs> please attach that other baby bit back on my baby. <laughs> Can someone get that little baby bit that's, that's crawling out of here and do something with it? Thanks. Yes! So that piece literally pops off and just goes to live its own life. And then the rest of this grows and turns into an adult jelly. And the adult stage that everybody is very familiar with is called the Medusa.
1: And that's Mm. just like
0: that stereotypical like jellyfish, moon jelly thing with like the tentacles or whatever. Just what you think of when you think of jellyfish. Yes. Yeah, so it's gone through this whole life stage. It's like an underwater like plant thing, man. I don't even know. I don't either, but it's super cool. It's bizarro. So let's get a little into more specifically the Irukandji, who mm-hmm. um, I have heard a lot about growing up, I think because I know someone who knows someone who knows someone who might know someone who might be related to someone from Australia, and they're pretty notorious in Australia. So this- uh, really quick, I feel like you could argue that sentence <coughs> you just said for. Every single person on the planet. Well, I'm trying to be fucking vague. Okay. That's true. That's true. Good luck finding out who we are, folks. <laughs> yeah. Not don't clues even clues w- like these. Don't even worry to- about writing that clue down because it's worthless. <laughs> it was a red herring. <laughs> I don't know anybody from Australia. I lied. <laughs> um, but the Irukandji, it's so little Like, this is now, we're back to the sugar cube. Because that life cycle, that jellyfish life cycle, I think, is all jellies, not just box. So that's, like, Mm -hmm. what all jellyfish do. So now just we're going back to the box jelly family and back specifically to the Irukandji. So it's so little, we don't know a lot about it, but we do know some things. (laughs) Um, So stinger-wise, so I talked about the nematocysts, which are the... They're like the little pearls on the tentacles, right? Yes, I'm just like a, it's just like a stinging thing. Yeah. Yep. Sure. Okay. So most jellyfish, when you're like thinking of those big jellies with their really long tentacles, they're only have nematocysts on their tentacles, right? Like you can pick up the bell and you're fine, but that is not the case with Irukhanji. They have them also on its bell. Oh, plot twist. So he just wanted to cover all his bases and he's just like, wrap me in venom. (laughs) Don't touch me. (laughs) <laughs> Again, don't, this don't is a super relatable animal. <laughs> yeah, I really like one. mouth, four butts. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. Let me live my life. And I like to go fishing. <laughs> oh, oh, God. I know, for real. It me. I'm loving it. <laughs> it, it me. <laughs> On the box jelly. You figured it out. Another weird thing are, like, so their tentacles, they have the nematocysts, and they are firing the stingers out. So this is, like, injecting a venom. Like, it's not just oh, I touched it and brushed up against it. Like, no, it's injecting it into you. So they're, they're like, mm. stuck to you then. Um, the sting of an Arakanji is so severe it can cause fatal brain hemorrhages. The sting, Ooh. they say, and this is, like, just really, I mean, it sounds kind of cool, but it really, I don't think any of our listeners nor us have any concept of what this means. But the sting is 100 times more potent than a cobra and 1,000 times more potent than a tarantula.
1: No, I like, can't
0: even <laughs> yeah. It's like, maybe could you have compared that to, like, I don't know, like a bee? And then maybe I would have been able to relate a little <laughs> bit better. Be like, oh, I remember my cobra bite. Okay, multiply that by 100. Yes, and then you've no. got kanji. Oh, jeez. That's... It just seems excessive, right? Like, we get it. You don't want people touching you. Yeah, it's super excessive. So, the Irukandji actually has... The A syndrome named after it called the Irukandji Syndrome. And this is what occurs after you have been stung. So after it's shot nematocysts into your fucking Ooh, body. Yeah. The crazy thing is that these symptoms do not occur sometimes until 5 to 30 minutes. It's I think 30 minutes is average from the sting. So okay. a lot of times people had no idea what had happened. Because it had happened... 30 minutes later. And the crazy thing is that the sting, the in, like the moment the sting happens, feels like nothing more than a mosquito bite. Oh, okay. Which feels That's like nothing. Weird. Yes. Yeah. So a lot of times, like, I'll get into kind of, there's some deaths attributed to them, but um, there's probably a lot where they had no idea why someone died because they couldn't say, like, Ooh. oh, I was stung by a jellyfish because they didn't even know the stinging had occurred. Yeah, it's like a silent killer. Yes. It's Ooh. like a... F- Fart. Little silent fart. (laughs) Oh, something farted. Now I'm dead. (laughs) So let me explain some Irukandji symptoms of the Irukandji syndrome. Because this is just good shit, man. This sucks. Yeah. So you get excruciating (laughs) muscle cramps in both your arms and legs. Ooh. You get severe back and kidney pain. Oh. Ooh. That's not good. You get a burning sensation in both your hands and face. Ooh. You get a headache. You oh get yeah, nauseous. Ugh. You get Le- restless, so you have restlessness. Oh you no! You start sweating. I'm always sweating. You start vomiting. Always vomiting. <laughs> and your heart rate increases, and your blood pressure increases. Oof! And then this is my favorite. Oh, okay. You also there's also a psychological phenomena. Where you get the feeling of impending doom. Oh my god. <laughs> Which is valid because you're dying. <laughs> like your body's dying. So like of course yeah, your you're like, like uh oh. <laughs> doom is coming. Oh no, that jelly's like it's gonna inject you with some bad feelings. <laughs> yeah. Here, take this depression from me. You can have it. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Good God. <laughs> I don't want this depression anymore. So, that sucks. Um, That's not great. The symptoms can last anywhere from hours to weeks. (laughs) Oh my god! And the quote was, it usually requires hospitalization.
1: Uh, I think usually (laughs) is
0: always. I think so. I think Um, we can go ahead and round up to always on that. Yes. Yeah. Like, just permanently be in a hospital. Yep. Yep. So, um, there is no, like, anti-venom. So the only, like, medical things the hospital can do is just, like, supportive medication. So they can give you, like, a hand of histamine, and they can give you morphine. But there's nothing that's just going to cure it or, like, stop the venom. You have to wait for it to pass through your system, which sucks. Oh, my God. So, but it's super deadly, though, right? So, like, what are the odds that you die? So it isn't deadly with proper treatment, which is just controlling your, like, mental breakdown, I think. Oh, my God. So one sting is not typically fatal. They do have two deaths attributed in like 2002 in Australia. And then of course they were saying that they think that there's probably some that were wrongly attributed to something else that probably was the Irukandji. So as far as box jellyfish go, it is not the most deadly. There's other ones that you do like just always die from. Um, The Mm Irukandji is not one of them, but its symptoms are just like, you basically want to die. So they said um, most... People who get stung beg doctors to kill them just to get it over with. Oh, my God. And then I have a quote from a 14-year-old girl who was stung, and she says, It was more than pain. It was enough to think I was dying. I could feel my lungs, my heart. Everything inside me was, like, crumbling. It felt like it was crumbling. Oh, my God. That's the, (laughs) like, single most chilling sentence I've ever heard. I know. I know. It's really scary. God, talk about impending doom. Yeah, it's it's not fun. Um so they kind of didn't know a long time ago what exactly was causing this obviously because like I said the sting doesn't feel like anything and you can't even fucking see it. So in 1964, a man named Jack Barnes was like, "Okay, we're going to confirm that this little ice like sugar cube is what's causing this." So he yeah, caught right? one. <laughs> so he <laughs> caught... probably just thinking it's, like, some, like, little ghost. <laughs> it's like, yes. what? We have to, like, prove the existence of this, like, evil sugar cube. Yeah. Like, you get struck down and you're, like, vomiting and you have nausea and you're, like, shivering and you're, like, you... and then all of a sudden you're, like, talking that, like, the world's ending and it's, like, what just happened? You were fucking <laughs> swimming. Like, what happened? Yeah. So he wanted to 100% confirm. So he caught an kanji and he just, like, stung himself with it. And his son, and then just, like, a random lifeguard watched him and then uh, had to rush him to the ICU. But he did live and then did confirm also that, yes, it's this little cube that is doing this to you. I mean, I guess he must have been pretty smug, like, being like, I knew it. But at the same time, like, was it worth it? Right. Was it worth it? (laughs) But was it worth it? How was the kidney pain an impending doom? Was it worth (laughs) it? Did you like that? Oh, my God. Yes, and the Irukandji, it is named... It was named in 1952, I think, was when it was named. Um, and it is named after the Aboriginal irakanchi people who live um, in this area called Palm Cove. Um, do they, too, look like sugar cubes? Yeah, Palm Cove, Queensland, uh, where there's a lot of stings that are common. And the people there are also sugar cube shaped. No, I'm mm. not going to say that. I don't even think I can say Aboriginal. I think, it, the correct, I think that's racist. I think you're supposed to say Indigenous people. So... After the indigenous mm. people called the Irakanji live in this area where stings are very common in Palm Co- Cove, Queensland. So, um, there's that. All right. So, so what can you do to kind of prevent getting stung by jellyfish? One is just yeah. don't go swimming, I would say. Right. That's probably the best, like the best way to avoid it. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. You can also carry vinegar with you. So another reason that they were saying that deaths have decreased um, is that most beaches, like especially in Australia, the lifeguards and all like the hotels and everything carry vinegar. And vinegar makes the like nematocysts that haven't fired but are still attached to your skin like inactive. So if you, it like kind of lessens the stinging. So it just kind of helps you deal with it for a little bit. Well, that's good news because for years people have mocked me for my beach vinegar. (laughs) But who's going to be laughing when I have it and I don't get murdered by a jellyfish? Yeah, when you just slather yourself in vinegar and go to the Mm -hmm. beach. Do beach stuff. I mean, I already do, but I will be ready next time. Yeah. And then the other tip is just to wear protective clothing. So um, one of the things that they were saying is you could wear pantyhose and they thought oh. for a while that, like, pantyhose was preventing the sting by, maybe because of the shape of the tentacle. But they've actually found that it's it's not just the, like, the touch of the tentacle that's stinging you. It's, like, the reaction to your skin. So if it doesn't touch your skin, which the pantyhose prevents, then you don't get stung. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, it's, like, kind of weird. Huh. Um, These guys are... Eaten by turtles. I think turtles are um, not susceptible to jellyfish venom. Damn, turtles. Do they think they even know that they're eating them? Or are they just, like, swimming around with their mouths open? I think they know. And that's why you always see that, like, sea turtle, like, eating a plastic bag. Because I think they like oh. jellyfish. <laughs> um yum. <laughs> so, like, whenever they see plastic bags in the ocean, they're like, hey, there it is. But, yeah, they love those little tasty snacks. I mean, the Irukandji, they probably don't really know yeah you're probably right you probably have no idea but they eat those big boys like it's like a fucking jelly buffet they go to Jelly town. buffet <laughs> tucking into uh, them ocean donuts <laughs> and i think there's some scientists who are studying the Arakanji because they said that it's venom can actually help with people who have low b- blood pressure which oh. is like, duh, because it increases your blood pressure because it makes you think you're dying. Right, right. Um, I mean, I guess there's always a trade-off with any medication you take. <laughs> yeah. You know, you want take a, a six- Tylenol and you can't drink alcohol. Take your Irukandji medication and you feel like you're dying. But at least <laughs> your blood pressure is higher. Right. Do you want low blood pressure or do you want to feel impending doom? It's a trade-off. I think it's pretty even, yeah. It's a hard decision to make. Side effects are there for every medication. I mean, we could we could go round and round about this for hours. So the like the conservation status is like fine. They're not endangered at all, I don't think. It it was kinda oh. hard. Like IUCN hasn't even really rated them at all. Um mm-hmm. but I think they're doing pretty well, especially with global climate change and the waters warming up. They're kinda like, sure. I mean, oh, well, that's just good. A that's sugar not always cube. the case. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Living my life, my best life, and, like, nothing can bring me down. <laughs> Nothing's gonna get me down. I'm just Nothing's gonna bring me down. Because whenever you look up jellyfish, all that the IUCN list has is the jellyfish tree, which is, uh, in fact, mm. a tree. Oh, okay. Hmm. Not helpful in this case. So Yeah, it's not endangered. So just talking a little bit about jellies in the media. Um, yes! The first instance I could think of was Finding Nemo, of course, classic. Where uh, you see Marlin and Dory, and that's when she finds that little squishy thing, right? And then mm-hmm. he like comes over yeah. and like slaps it. So I, th- like, I think the the squishy is like one of the polyps. I think is what they're trying to represent. Okay, yeah. But maybe it's just that a small sense. jellyfish. I don't know. But the type, I think it's a different class. So like like I was saying, these are box jellyfish. They're all box shaped. So that one with like that stereotypical bell shape. And then it has like the curly Q tentacles. That's mm-hmm. a um, a different class. And so I think they're commonly called sea nettles. So that's kind mm. of like that um, jelly that you kind of see with those. You also see a lot of moon jellies in media, I guess. They're the ones that are just like circular with the four gonads like in the bell. But um, Oh, yeah. They are like pretty much harmless. So yeah, sea nettles like I think are pretty common. Are the are the other ones like the ones in SpongeBob? Or oh, I didn't before? even think it's of SpongeBob. Like, yeah. Let me Google mm-hmm. SpongeBob jellyfish. Mm-hmm. You of course would think of SpongeBob. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So he's probably I mean he's probably like a little moon jelly guy. Cool. Yeah, I'd say he's a moon jelly. Although he does have four tentacles, what if he's just been in Irukandji all this time? They're really big though in the show, aren't they? I mean everything's a cartoon too, so yeah. <laughs> Take it with a grain of salt. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Um, so yeah, in the other weird thing in Finding Nemo is like, I don't know if you remember, but they, they bounce on their bells, which is like accurate. Of course because... Okay. Of course I remember. <laughs> That's an excellent film. It's haunting. Continue. <laughs> but of course bounce... I remember. <laughs> They bounce on their bells. They bounce on their bells oh. because their bells don't have nematocyst. So that's true to life. But for some reason, it's like electrically like zapping them, which is not the case. It's a venom. It's not an electric shock. Mm-mm. Yeah, I so, think that's a common misconception, right? I think a lot of people think it's more like a shock than like a zappy? an like injection. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, hmm. But you're wrong. So it's that. The other instance in media I could think of is the super great film that... Came out in 1998, which is called Sphere. What? I don't know if you're familiar with that. I'm not. Ugh, we're gonna have a Sphere viewing party when I'm at your house in a couple weeks. Oh um, my god! So this is a movie in the 1998. It has Dustin Hoffman, Samuel Jackson. Um, shoot, I feel like there's someone else famous in there too. Um, I mean, they're they're famous. Is it Dustin? There's Hoffman? there's like a woman. There's a woman that's famous uh sharon stone that'd be the one Mm. so Mm. sphere is a movie it's based on a michael crichton book i don't know if you're familiar with michael crichton but he is Mm -hmm. the writer of such hits as jurassic Jurassic park motherfucking pork right he's the best (laughs) love him uh he did r.i.p but anyways so in the movie sphere i don't want to spoil it but it did come out in 98 (laughs) and also is a book (laughs) <laughs> so maybe you should just cover your ears. But there is a part where they're in the bottom of the ocean, right? They find, um, like, the ship, and then they think it's from, like, a different planet, and then they find out that it's American, and then it's from the future, and it came back because it found a black hole. And anyway, one of the people in the movie is, like, deep-sea diving, and she's, like, out in the water in her scuba suit, and there's a bloom of sea nettles, Ooh. so there's, like, a thousand sea nettles, and it's really gorgeous, and they're just, like, beep-bopping around and, like hitting her, and she's like, oh my god, like, look at how beautiful this is, isn't it great? And then everybody inside is like, yeah, they're totally harmless, like, they won't do anything. And then they just, like, suffocate her and murder her, and she dies. What? Yeah, but, spoiler alert, they find out later, well, she doesn't because she's dead, but you find out later that None of this has happened. All of this is just a manifestation of these people's fears because they had found a sphere in the ship and they've all been inside the sphere the whole time. Oh my God. What a it's twist. super good. We're going to watch it. Because um, even though I spoiled it, it's still good. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I can't wait to see the ending. Um, <sighs> why was she suffocated? Uh, I don't think she was... I mean, I just mean she was like... they like, go on her body, like, there's millions of them, and they, like, push her to the ground and she can't see, and then I think she, like, I think they sting her or something, and she, like, runs out of air. Like, I, that's what I, I can't really remember. Oh. All right. Well, damn. Jellies yeah. get a bad rip. Yeah. It was just a manifestation of her fear, which I feel like could be said for a lot of people that I also just wanted to anecdotally talk about jellyfish, because I personally have met jellyfish oh i don't, <laughs> I don't know okay. if you have but i have um, twice i don't really know how to answer that <laughs> i have met jellyfish in the biblical way in the fact that they oh. have f- attacked my fucking body like mm. in the bible when people get attacked <laughs> oh, okay uh yeah go on okay so the first time i was stung i want to say it was florida maybe and it was a very, very long time ago and I was swimming and swimming and I was little and I was swimming and I was actually with my father and we were like in an inner tube and I didn't realize this point of the story later, but I'll just add it in now that I have realized what happened. He's like paddling with his arms and he gets stung by, by a jellyfish on his arm. But instead of like freaking me out, which he totally knew I would like lose my fucking gourd, he just goes swim back to shore right now and like, do not stop. Just go. And so I'm like, why? He's like, just go. So I start swimming, like, back to shore. And I'm just like, dad's a dick. Like, what the hell? I was like swimming and swimming and swimming. And I'm like at the beach. And I'm like getting out of the water. And like the next wave comes and splashes me. And in that moment, a jellyfish, which I want to say was like three feet long, like tentacle-wise, not not its body, attaches itself to my leg. I want to say my right leg. I can't really remember. Attaches itself to my right leg. Oh, and like, my God. From my hip, and, like, I'm a leggy person. From my fucking yeah. hip to my ankle, there's a jellyfish <laughs> stinging me. So I scream, oh and it, like, washes off when the wave, like, goes back. And there's, like, a man on the beach, and he's, like, are you okay? And I'm, like, yes! Because I was, like, <laughs> embarrassed. And, I'm like, running to my mom, and I'm, like, screaming and crying. And already you could see the... I think already. I don't know. I'm kind of traumatized by this. We should have phoned in my parents. But um, (laughs) I remember later, you could see the outline of the tentacles. So, like, you could see the venom, like, on my skin. So, I'm, like, screaming and crying. And so, a bunch of people come over. And this woman, like, has, like, she's smoking a bunch of cigarettes. And she's, like, tearing open her cigarettes and, like, rubbing uh, tobacco on my legs. Because that's supposed to help combat the, like, nematocysts as well. And then, um, I think my mom ended up going to the hotel we were staying at and they gave her meat tenderizer and so then we covered my leg in meat tenderizer <laughs> and that, that was just a prank that was unrelated <laughs> no it actually helped and so i tried to find studies and like they have done some but the only thing that's like 100% like proven is vinegar that helps like inhibit those nematocysts but that's i remember crazy. that's so scary yes it was my whole leg and it's like scarred my leg for a while like these tentacle fucking wounds and it scarred my life it hurt really fucking bad and (laughs) i like didn't swim for like years and then um but i also remember like the meat tenderizer being on my leg and it like feeling fine and then going to like shower later and like being in agony again with like scrubbing and like because i was activating the nematosis that i like not Uh. realizing what i was doing by like washing my body Oh my god, that thing sounds huge, too. I know, it was fucking traumatizing. So, um, this- Wait, 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 hold on. What happened to your dad? Oh, he's fine. He was just oh. like, I got stuck <laughs> by a jellyfish. I, I don't I mean... think it, I don't think it, like, wrapped around his entire, like, arm like it did me. <laughs> I think it just booped him a little bit. <laughs> damn, he really screwed you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Imagine I know. if we just stayed in the ocean. <laughs> then I probably would have been fucking fine. Exactly. And of course, that's why he was like, "God damn it! <laughs> like you were so close." <laughs> that jellyfish was like, "No, she's almost out of our grasp." <laughs> <We'll let it laughs> at you. But this totally like builds up and feeds into my second interaction with the okay. jellyfish, which is like years later. So then it was like a family joke that's like, "Dude, don't let uh fucking flora into the ocean, like." That she's gonna get murdered, and like I was horrified. I wouldn't go in cloudy water. Like even when we go on like family trips, like the Bahamas or something, even if the water was clear, I was like, because I'm gonna see a jellyfish, and they're clear, and I know they're in there. So we didn't swim <laughs> for like ever. Like seriously, forever. And then finally, I'm like, okay, in high school or something, and we go to Florida, and we're <laughs> of course. right because Florida's the fucking pit. So we're in Florida, and it's myself and my family again. And I have, like, I'm fully clothed. It's, like, not even warm enough to go swimming. So we're, like, wading in shin-deep water. And I'm like, oh, I can do that, you know? And we're just, like, looking for crabs and just, like, boop, boop, boop. We're in Florida. And I look down at my leg (laughs) and I, like, feel a little, like, something on my leg. Like, it kind of itch. So I lift my shin up out of the water (laughs) and there is just a fucking booger jellyfish stuck to my (laughs) shin. And so I screamed and I flicked it the fuck off and then like ran back to shore where my mom was. I'm like, Money! that happened again. And it was like fucking flashback. And it was just like stuck to my shin. So then I go back. And of course, now, like, we're all a little bit older and like we're on vacation. Like every like we're all adults, so everybody's a little tipsy. And so I'm like up there and my mom's like, What's wrong? I'm like, I got fucking stung again. What is wrong with my life? And so then, like, my dad comes back to shore, and he's like, oh, you got stung? And I was like, yes. He's like, do you want me to pee on it? And I was like, I want nothing less in life than for you to fucking pee on me. I swear to God, like, absolutely not. No. I will suffer in silence. I'm never going into the water again. Like, no. And he's like, okay, fine. And so he just, like, walks away. And so I'm just, like, pouting on the beach. I'm, like, crying because it hurts so bad. Am I stupid? There's just, like, a circle, like, quarter of, like, a fucking jelly bean where it was stuck my leg. And I'm just like pouting. And then like 10 minutes later, my dad comes back and he like goes to like hand me a beer. Okay, maybe Andre's drinking. I don't know. Um, And he sets it down next to me and he's like, hey, I just wanted to let you know that that beer is full of my urine if you want it. And then walks away. <laughs> Thanks for the heads up. What the fuck? No, I don't. <laughs> Thanks for the can of beer, Pops. (laughs) Thanks for this, like, National Lampoon's, like, family fucking nightmare where my dad offers to pee (laughs) on my leg twice in, like, a ten-minute fucking period. No, I mean, I'm glad he told you. Like, For heaven sure. you For crack sure. that bad boy open. For sure, yes. But no, my um, my brother-in-law at the time was smoking, so we used the tobacco again, and that helped. And it was not nearly as bad as, like, my whole leg. Like, I don't really remember it affecting me at all, like, after that fact. But it was just, like, the principle of the thing. That, like, we were all, like, side by side in the water in shin deep water. And, like, what does it want to do but, like, suckle on my fucking shin? like, mmm, mmm, it's her again. Yes! (laughs) Like, what have I done to, like, scorn the ocean to where it hates me so much? Maybe, maybe you're just, like, a delicacy. Like, you've got that sweet, supple leg. I guess. (laughs) You just want a little, a little nibble, a little lick. And I remember too, like, I think in, in between these two memories, there was a memory of like the times that I wasn't swimming and we were on vacation and like walking on the beach and people had like, you know how like kids like collect stuff and put them in buckets and then there's just like a crab in a bucket. And you're like, yes, going down the beach. <laughs> yeah, you walk by, you're like, what's in that bucket? Yeah, what's so they had like bucket? collected a crab and then they collected a jellyfish and they were like crabs eat jellyfish too. I think they're also immune. And I remember just like sitting there and just like being a little evil child and just being like, yes, crab, eat him because I like hated jellyfish so much. That's probably why you got uh, stung again. Probably. That was what I had to atone for. Way to go. I just observed. I didn't do it, but I guess that's guilty by association. <laughs> it sure is. That's no excuse. <laughs> that's like the um, epitome of what that means. Yeah. So have you made your peace with the ocean, or is you still got beef? I think I have, because that was several years ago. I I've been in the ocean since... I've okay. been to foreign countries and scuba and snorkel, and I have not been stung since. So okay, maybe the second one was just like a warning that like, if you fuck up again, we can take out your whole leg again. Yeah, that sounds that sounds about right. And I've even snorkeled in Australia and I didn't get dead. So I think I'm good for now.
1: But maybe bringing
0: it up and talking about it, like, I'm bringing up bad memories for them. And, like, they listen to our podcast. Yeah, I think it's a hive mind. So, like, one of them hears it. They all hear it. That's so true. And I I live alone now, so who's going to offer me their urine? No one. You got to pee on yourself. Oh, God. I don't even think urine does anything, honestly. I think that (laughs) was, like, an urban thing. I don't think it kills any of the nematocysts. Yeah, I think some jabroni at some point was like, oh, I'm going to pee on this guy's leg. And then yeah. the legend began. Yeah. There's just an excuse to, like, pee on people. Yeah. you People, here's the thing. You don't need an excuse. Mm-mm. Just go. Just do, <laughs> just do what you want to do. You don't need to pretend that you're peeing on someone's jellyfish sting. That's fine. <laughs> just pee. Just pee in a can of beer and then offer it to anyone around you. Oh, see, it's like an episode of Friends. That's why what peeing on someone's jellyfish sting is like in the movie f- or in the show friends in the movie friends <laughs> perhaps <laughs> you've heard of it <laughs> i've never watched friends um well i have a quick question yeah jellyfish for related what uh what's going on with the portuguese man o' war the man of war is that blue boy yeah okay so he's in a different family okay um, I didn't really look up anything about him because I really was just looking at boxes. But he's a, oh no, that's fine. He's a Hydrozoa. Okay, I was just curious if like they're related at all. Yeah, I always. N- I mean, you only hear about like what like two jellyfish, like box jellyfish, like moon jellyfish, yeah, made war for whatever reason. So the man yeah. war is also found in Australia. Um, and they have. This is responsible for up to ten thousand human stings. Oh my god! Uh, side question. What's up with Australia? <laughs> yeah. Well, here's a fucked up thing. Their, their stingers just fall off. So you can just, like, get stung by a detached tentacle, and you just have, like, no idea what you were stung by. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. So it says, Stings usually cause severe pain to humans, leaving whip-like red welts on the skin that normally last two or three days. Hey, this is, sounds like what I was fucking stung by. <laughs> um, yeah, I think those are just really painful... Thin, open wounds that resemble caused by a whip. Vinegar helps deactivate the remaining nematocysts. Yeah, I think that's just one you hear about all the time because I think they are pretty common. And I think they, like, the thing about jellyfish is, like, it's, their venom is active no matter whether or not they're, like, alive or not. So even if you're seeing, like, a jellyfish on the beach and you pick it up because it's like, oh, it looks dead, like, it can still sing the shit out of you. I don't know why we hear so much about them. That's such a good question. I don't know.
1: And I guess cuz it's like a cool either. name.
0: It's also yeah, called the floating terror. Oh. Well, I guess it's different too in that it has that air sac, so it floats on the surface of the water. Mm. But yeah, we can talk about other kinds of jellies in other episodes. That's, I kind of cuz they're just all weird and different. They are. They just they honestly seem like aliens. Like they're just so oh, yeah. ethereal. They are. And they're like some of them like the manowar is pretty colors. Yeah, and like the box jellyfish is a sugar cube, so yeah. keep covered all bases in between. I mean, you can Google. Or I'll look, like, upload a picture of it too, of it like in a test tube, and it literally is just like the tiniest thing. That's I mean, nuts. it's just tiny, and he makes you. It feel packs a punch, pending doom, and that's just he's just a he's just a little bummer. Yeah, so jellyfish just aren't fun. I would just say stay out of the water. They're, I think they're uh, fun from afar. How about that? Sure. Yeah. I can say that. They're pretty in, you know, um, aquariums and stuff. Usually they're, like, backlit yeah. with, like, different colors. They're not actually that color. Yeah. But, you know. Right. It's whatever. Well, I think it comes back to that, like, you know, I think this is one of those, kind of along the same lines as the earwig, and that maybe people aren't, like, the biggest fans of them because mm-hmm. they only cause them pain and misery. <laughs> and,
1: yes. Like, haunt them
0: in their nightmares and stuff. But you know they still they still have value. They still have intrinsic value. Yeah, they can even if help your blood pressure. It doesn't pressure. relate to us. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I mean even if it doesn't relate to us. Yeah. But yeah. It is important that they help our blood pressure. Don't yeah, hate pressure. on anything with one mouth and four butts. I mean, how can you even begin? No, no, no. I the opposite of hate. I promote the hell out of that. That's wicked cool mad respect mad respect that's a that's a good ratio of mouth to butt <laughs> if i One could change four. our ratio ideal it would be to that i'd say oh so good side note i know you you uh really talked up sphere here are we uh are we getting uh are we getting a promo deal with sphere <laughs> are they uh so we're sponsored by sphere <laughs> now <laughs> and michael Crichton. Dustin hoffman is sponsoring us oh my god i wish No, it's a good-ass film. I recommend everybody watch it. All right. Hey, maybe um, one of the things, one of our listeners kind of emailed us and asked about, like, a Patreon, which would give our listeners an opportunity to just, like, offer patronage to us so that both Fauna and I can buy new pants because neither of us Mm -hmm. have, like, working work pants now. Um, no, our pants are all crotchless at this point. <laughs> yeah, but we were also tossing around ideas for, like, what that would mean for you guys in terms of, like, what would you get if you offered us patronage? We were definitely thinking, like, bonus episodes where we, like, commented on, um, like, animals we take care of, like, going more in-depth, um, but we could do some fun stuff, too, like, commentary of the movie Sphere or the <laughs> movie Zombies, which is about zoo zombies or any of that stuff, so... I don't know if you guys have any ideas or if you think it's a good or a bad idea, um, let us know. We would never make the podcast something that you had to pay for. This is always going to be free for our listeners. Right. But if you wanted to, like, throw us a couple bucks to, like, I don't know, buy us better microphones or buy us better headphones so the sound quality is improved for you and stuff like that. That's something that we're kind of thinking about and, like, looking into. Just because someone mentioned it, we really weren't even going down that road because we're so new. But uh, we don't have any pants. And that was just, like, a really good tip that we were <laughs> tweeted at. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was helpful. Thank you guys for caring about our pants situation. It, it means a lot. It does. Um, So I have to um, run away. I have to run. Right now? I have, like, three minutes. Okay, let's wrap it up. Can you do the too-long-didn't-listen? <gasps> oh, yeah. So TLDL about the Irukandji. Number one, it's in every ocean. Number two, it is the size of a sugar cube. Number three, it makes you feel like you're going to die. And, <laughs> and like, you are. You you might. Um, but you're not. How, what number am I on? Four? Four. Yeah. Four. It's got four butts. That's the perfect one for number four. Perfect. And it's got a crazy life cycle featuring planula <laughs> and polyps and ephyra and medusas. So drop some yeah. mad knowledge on your friends and family. Tell them about the jellyfish and how you're fucking lucky you've never been sung. Or submit us your story of getting stung by jellyfish i want to share i want to commiserate with you yeah for real i i don't know if you guys could tell but i was dying laughing about that story (laughs) so i can't wait to laugh at y'all's misery too (laughs) we enjoy it it's something that we love it's really good i seek it out thanks for joining us this week everybody we hope you learned cool stuff about the ira and had some fun hanging out with us if you enjoyed mm-hmm. us, feel free to check out our Instagram, which is Keeper underscore chat. We'll put up fun pictures, facts, links, all kinds of fun stuff. i will do a bunch of kanji and jellyfish stuff. Um, we're also on Facebook at zookeeper chat, facebook.com slash chat. You can message us there or you can message our Gmail, which is KeeperChat at gmail.com. We also have a Twitter, which I barely use because I don't understand Twitter. So <laughs> um, you can tweet at us, I'll still see it, but I like never use that. Um, but we're on iTunes, we're on Stitcher, we're on Podbean, we're on, like, your favorite podcasting app, so check us out there, rate us and review us, tell us your thoughts and feelings, tell us your jellyfish stories, tell us your non-jellyfish stories, I don't know. Yeah. No, tell us, tell us whatever you're thinking about, tell us what you had for dinner. I had a tuna melt. (laughs) It was good. I've been eating chewy gummy worms. There you go. (laughs) Can anyone relate? (laughs) So, as always, if you like this, super awesome. We love you. And if you didn't, Stellar didn't really ask. So, (laughs) bye. Smell you later. Bye.